Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Uh, hey everybody, this is Studio C41 and I'm Bill Manning and we have a full table tonight. This is the first episode for 2019. Uh, we would have done it a little bit earlier, but uh, we have been stupid busy. Um, we had a lot of stuff to talk about, um, so we're going to kind of recap 2018 and um, and talk about what we have in mind for 2019, some resolutions and some uh uh, hopeful thoughts, wishes, and goals. So, and then um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and kick it off with Mr. Stephen Wallace. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing well, Bill. How are you? Good, good. So, good. when do we get to count down to midnight? Is that not what we're doing? That was like 16 days ago. Ah, crap. <laughs> and uh, we also have uh, our man of mystery. He's been helping me out quite a bit uh, with our big move into video. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But that was uh, that was that was cryptic as hell, Bill. I don't know what you're. I don't know how he feels about just being mysterious in the corner. Yes, Mister Kevin Keegan, how you doing, man? Very good. How are you? Doing good. So you, how are you feeling behind the mic? Uh, I, I don't like it. all right cool moving on all right 2018 so So that was a year that happened yes uh so uh a lot of stuff happened uh towards the end of 2018 where um i started doing some vlogging video i at least attempted at it um so anybody that knows a thing or two about uh, video like kevin thanks for including me in that bill yeah well i was wondering the same thing my vlogs? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard Crap. time, man. No, it's totally fine. I am beyond happy to just be um, bantering on the microphone and keeping my uh, awkward face out of things. So <laughs> Trust me, you're going to be in it. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm sorry. No, I uh, I was remarking before we started recording about trying to turn off the sarcasm, and it's just not happening. No, so it's, it's all good. It's really what I feel like my main contribution is. But um, it's important. It is. I think so. It's very um, important. At least that's what I keep telling myself. So anyway, there's the a vlogs. Big, there's a big. We'll, we'll talk about sarcasm super super quick here. <laughs> there is a big difference between sarcasm, like American podcast sarcasm, and British sarcasm. I mean, I'm talking about like Sunny Sixteen podcast and now M's new big podcast. Oh, it's freaking brutal, man! Oh my, British gosh. sarcasm will tear you apart. Yes, and it's one of those like either you get it or you don't. Yeah. And it's like right down my alley. Like I'm, I'm just dying laughing. So. All right, cool. Yes. Well, then, so I should be meaner, is what you're saying. With a British accent, we'll make it a little bit more polite. I mean, uh, I'm got the Canadian thing, so I can at least apologize afterwards. D- okay, fine. Fair yeah. enough. I mean, I'll spell color the right way, but you know, <laughs> and Zed, and Zed, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, I um, uh, doing the vlog videos, um, you know. Dude, Kevin, I gotta hand it to you, man. When you, when you do your stuff, um, editing video is a totally different beast compared Yikes. to yeah, it is. Uh, editing a single image, like piecing together a story. Like you really have to have a vision in your head before you even start, like videoing. Sure. Like I mean, I uh, we have a whole bunch of video from the Rochester trip, and like. I didn't really have a story in mind. Like I just wanted to capture it and everything. And like I sat down 
and I tried to put something together and like a three hours into it. I only had like a minute's worth of video. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, it's so incredibly difficult to like put this episode together. And then now that I'm learning a little bit more going, okay, I want to go into when I do this vlog, I want to do this. I have this in my mind. I want to talk about this. Sure. And, and that has made it so much easier. Um, and like you see guys like, you know, Casey Neistat that did a vlog every single day. Like, I don't know how the hell he did that. Like, I mean, I'm sure you get into a system and a flow and oh like, yeah, I uh, think it's muscle, like, muscle memory with when you do it that often. And yeah. He's got a pretty lengthy background to, yeah, to build on. Yeah. So, um, so huge props to you, man. Uh, that's, uh, it's tough, but I uh, learned a lot, uh, on it and, um, and I think you and I work really well when we try to visualize a scene where we're just like, okay, how do we do this? How do we execute that? We did the, a really cool, uh, like preview for 2019 or not a preview, like a teaser of what we're going to be able to do for, uh, this upcoming year on some of the video that we want to do. It's going to mainly involve hats and haberdasheries. <laughs> so I, that, that was a big part of the video. Yes, it was. It was, um, so it it was uh it's really cool um that we have kind of like almost the same vision on a lot of stuff. So I'm really excited as far as what we're going to be piecing together. So I'm not going to do any spoilers or anything like that, but we got a whole bunch of ideas for for 2019. So um but anyway, uh we'll talk about 2019 a little bit later. So uh Kevin, dude, you did a video uh uh you did a short film um shooting with some ectochrome e100 uh tell us about that dude how was that it was interesting um yeah i've never i've i grew up shooting on still photography film that's where i you know yeah figuring out how to do prism focusing and um really just blossomed from there but i had never done motion picture film by any means i started on the first video i ever you know it was eight millimeter and high eight um but digital so this was a new experience. I had to, obviously it was inspired by you guys. So, you know, hey, we, we, we did a thing. As soon as I got the link that Ectochrome Super 8 was available, um, went ahead and ordered two rolls and waited for a good opportunity to use it. Um, yeah. But uh, some guys that I uh, ride with, uh, it's Peach State Overland. Um, we do some group rides together mm-hmm. and we did a fall color run this past fall and it was up in the Smokies and Nantahala area. Nice. And, um, seemed like a good thing to kind of try and capture. Um, and then obviously from there, the entire process of getting it developed and searching and see who was actually doing ectochrome right now in super eight. There's yeah. not, there's not many they are yeah. getting to be more, but yeah. Who did um, you take it to? Uh, I ended up taking it to pro eight, um, in Burbank, okay. California. Um, and they were, it was a very easy process, uh, yeah. either through email or phone call. Um, and ended up doing a, a pickup order cause we were actually going out there for a vacation. Oh, and nice. just went down the road from our hotel. Um, we were staying near Universal, and they're right down the road from there. Nice. And picked it up, and there you go. I have a little thumb drive with ProRes. I think I scanned it in at uh, 2K, a little bit of overscan, 18 nice. frames per second, log profile. Dang. So it And it looks great. I mean, it's yeah. it's still going to have that aesthetic, which is why we all kind of like film. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. for sure. Like even the kind of like jumpy frame rate, a little bit of super Sure, yeah, 18 and, compared know, to yeah. 24. But um, it looks great. I mean, it's instantly. Everyone that I showed it to, and obviously comments now that it's that it's out on YouTube, have 
the nostalgia that that kind of film brings is, yeah, you know, it, it gets right to your heart. So yeah, and you overscanned it, so you saw the perf along the side, right? Yeah, I think that's yeah. kind of key with that. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't use it. I don't know that you would lose too much resolution by uh, cropping it out, mm-hmm. but I think that's part of it. Yeah. Um, and of course, I ended up doing the. Um, the projector sound effect, which is again a questionable aesthetic. You know, some people are gonna mm-hmm. be like, "That's you know, maybe it's cheesy or whatever," but it's still, it's just like uh, it's a trigger. It is. It's yeah. either like scent memory, but as soon as you hear something like that, you yeah. instantly think of home movies. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. I mean, it's just kind of taking what is a basically doing the best way you can to translate that full sensory experience of sitting in front of a projector. You know. And putting it onto a screen. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah I, I can appreciate that for sure. It was a really cool video. Like you said, I mean, the, the, I think the subject matter and everything, just that kind of documenting, uh, it felt like just documenting a moment in time. Yeah. Like just completely authentically. Yeah. So. The narrative that went over it, loved it. Uh, I mean, oh, it, was, it was. That's more voice on, on, on Mike. I just don't, <laughs> I don't like it. I like to be behind the camera. Yeah. Not mic'd. Yeah, but I'll live. <laughs> so tell me about the editing, like the grading process. So like, so what we saw was after it was graded and everything, like, was it like super, super flat or like, was it, did it have color? Like, uh, it's, what you would see was ectochrome. It, it was very flat and you mm-hmm. can choose, um, I think they have two or three options. I know one of them is best light where they kind of do a, a basic grade on it and give mm-hmm. it to you. So it's a little more ready to go. Um, I'm not afraid of doing log footage so i went ahead and had them do a flat profile and um to pull it back i I think i ended up doing some a a little bit of contrast color correction obviously saturation boost with log Mm -hmm. and then um i think i don't remember what lut i used but just threw a lut on there yeah that seemed to fit the the fall and and that uh, season so um but yeah i mean it it i was blown away and the first experience i had editing with that was when we did the um or seeing log film was at the the Kodak class oh, down yeah, at Kodak that's right. Motion Picture. That's right. So and that um, was a uh, S- Super Sixteen. It was, yeah. but I was blown away that because I, you know, you see finished film in theater and that's it. But yeah. to see what it looked like ungraded, I was like, this looks just like you're looking at, you know, a log file out of anything, a yeah. red or a Canon. So. Um, I was really blown away and, and it's the same thing with this, even though it's super eight, it's obviously more affordable than super 16, but yeah. you can still get that same dynamic range and it's, it's impressive. So what was the, uh, experience like for you shooting that versus like, you know, kind of always having that, uh, the, th- all of the, uh, I guess all of the feedback of d- digital video. Um, I have to be stingy. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's three minutes a roll, 50 foot cartridge. Yeah. So, and it's for right now, at least it's, it, that was $90 for six minutes of film, uh, not including the development cost. So, it, oh, dang. Yeah. It gets up there. And obviously the shot, depending on what shop you go with and what, yeah. you know, there's going to be different prices for that. Um, so you can shop around a little bit, but the Kodak's price is $45 a roll for that. Um, I think it's worth it. I don't think you could do it as a hobby sure. all the time. Yeah. But you could certainly do it if that's the aesthetic you're looking for for paid work. Yeah. You um, know, and there's an interesting market that I've, we've talked about it, but it's certainly growing is the uh, Super 8 for wedding video. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. just thinking of that because yeah. I actually know uh, of a couple of videographers who start, they'll even, <clears throat> excuse me, specifically like just one, I can't remember who it is off the top of my head, but 
they kind of just showed a video where they intercut Super 8. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole point that they were having. It was almost like that they were doing like the main footage on their DSLRs or whatever they were shooting with. And then they um, had the Super 8 almost as like from the side being the more kind of like candid. Oh, and they okay. embraced it fully. They shot it. I think they shot on Tri-X or um, a different black and white stock. Oh, cool. And it was all just like very much no. Like they showed the perf on the side. They had everything like this is going to be clearly interspersed as the film. So, yeah, I think. You're totally right. There is that niche. And I don't know anybody who does an entire wedding on film yeah. um, when it comes to the uh, the motion side of things. But right. it definitely is like kind of people, kind of like the people who are starting, started out getting, being hybrid shooters yeah. with weddings. They kind of like are just, oh, I'm going to shoot a couple of roles at this specific time. Yeah. And that kind of seems how it is too. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, we saw the Jobo uh, that actually you can actually uh real uh onto uh super eight onto it and it's like it almost looks like a almost like a crazy storm drain pipe you yeah know, there's yeah. one of the accordion ones where because it's like 50 it does up to 50 feet i think yeah it does one roll <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh and then it's processed as e6 so i mean you technically could uh run it through uh like the jobo michael has here oh yeah yeah um but it, that drum is like seven or eight hundred bucks yeah i don't doubt it you'd have to be That's processing pricey. a lot yeah and then then what do you do with it after that right and, and then you, you have scan it then there's places well like film photography project i know started yeah. recently doing a i think they do up to 4k i want to say i know they do at wow. least 2k but i think they're doing i don't know if they're doing 35 but i'm pretty sure they're doing eight super eight and super 16 scans wow um so yeah, there are other options to be kind of having it a little more do-it-yourself. Yeah. Um, but, Kevin, one maybe one more question for you. I can't guarantee that it'll be the last. Um, <laughs> what uh, what camera did you shoot this on? Uh, so this was a, a hand-me-down. You can pick them up very cheap. But it was a Canon 310XL um, that still worked great. Um, I didn't even really realize I had it. There's a couple cameras that, um, that had been passed down from my... Uh, mother's dad and then i think my dad as well has given me some um and this was one of them i've got an actual eight millimeter wind up it's not oh, super nice. eight wow. it's it's cassette eight millimeter um i forget what that one's called but yeah it's you know two double a's you pop the cartridge in um i don't believe there's anything weird with the tabs mm-hmm. uh for uh color temperature and exposure and stuff for for ectochrome so you just pop it in you know it's 100d um asa and yeah and it was pretty automatic. Like, I mean, you you controlled aperture, but you just had a dial that tell, told it's you. Full, right? It's fully automatic. Yeah, it's it's only got a low exposure warning, at least on this particular model. So, yeah. uh, I mean, I shot in almost complete darkness around campfire. Obviously, the fire yeah. was okay, and you could see some reflections. We had, you know, uh, it's obviously a bunch of guys hanging around the campfire, yeah. and we had some moonshine. There's a cool little shot of the moonshine jar with the fire behind it. Mm-hmm. It exposes there, but obviously it's, I mean, it's a hundred stock. It's going to be better in daylight. Oh, right. yeah. Um, but I think it performed well. Um, and obviously after that, you can shoot anything. I mean, if it's any time during the day, you're not going to need to expose anything. Yeah. Or, ex- or focus for that matter. It's virtually infinity the entire time. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. Yeah, it's uh it's pretty uh, pretty awesome. I know, man, uh they are seriously working away on that the new Super 8 camera and like they released some new specs on it. Um but it's kind of like ah, yeah. when are you going to put it out? Like somebody said, "Oh, we have a big announcement cuz CES mm-hmm. was just uh last week." And uh people did they show it? 
No, they did not show they it. They didn't. This is the first time in a couple of years they didn't have it at CES. Yes. And so a lot of people uh, were a little upset because they're like, we got some big announcements to make. And people are like, oh, it's the Super 8 finally. And I was like, oh, and we have this little pop-up Z-Ink camera, which is a fun novelty. But, yeah, they are. Know, that was A lot of people were really, really expecting the Super 8. Well, the printer, right? That goes along with it, like a yeah, portable printer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like almost like a instant camera but it it actually prints the image and they do the have camera. one that does like straight from like a bluetooth you can do from a phone yeah. too so yeah. kind of like the way that um both uh well like fuji has the their instax mini printer that yeah. you can go from a phone but this is like the zinc the same thing that polaroid has been doing yeah um although one thing i don't know if you saw it that was caught my eye from the stuff that kodak put at ces mm-hmm. they have another small film scanner they just came out with they yeah. had they, they like the scanza or something i want to say last year yeah they've made a little bit more compact version of that yeah still only 35 millimeter but they also are selling a new slide viewer which cool. i just I thought that. that was just fun i mean it's yeah. like 50 bucks it's i think double a's or you plug it in yeah and you can put uh film like un or excuse me uh even a whole roll, I guess you could feed through it, but like, so unmounted strips of negatives or slides, mm-hmm. or you can put a stack of slides in there. And, uh, hmm. so I'm like, that's just great that they would actually bring something out like that. I mean, it's a little thing, but yeah. a few years ago, I remember when I was at Wolf trying to like hunt down a slide viewer for a customer and couldn't mm-hmm. find anyone anywhere. Yeah. And after Googling that or looking at that and then like checking some other places, there's a handful of ones that have come back out. So hmm. just uh, it made me happy to see like these little kind of um, peripherals for the uh, the analog film stuff to yeah. kind of be showing back up in the market. That's cool. Yeah, it, it, I have a feeling it will come out. I don't think it'll be like any time this part of the year. I, I Honestly, whenever it comes out, it's just going to be, oh, hey, by the way, guys, here you go. Yeah. And it'll just kind of be this. I think that's what they have to do at this point because yeah. people have been burned by the, oh, it's coming soon. Yeah. It's coming soon. We're just not going to talk about it right now. Right. And we're going to just let you know when it's done. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people are not terribly thrilled about the pricing. Yeah, uh, for I sure. Mean, I mean, so tough. did you ever get your hands on uh, one of the prototypes? No. When I did that first workshop, they had one. Yeah. And it was, <clears throat> if that prototype had been the finished product, mm. it would have been severely overpriced really? as far as like just the... I mean, it was really cool, but I would not have spent the money on it that they are putting the price at. So sure. I can understand why it hasn't come out yet if they're yeah. trying to market it at that price point because yeah. it needs to be perfect. Yeah. Now, I do, I do find some of the features in it to be very interesting. I mean, oh, that yeah. you're going to have an LCD <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, to it. You can actually uh, do audio with an SD track into it. Yep. Uh, you can even, um, they're, they're also going to support the format of 16 by 9. Um, where you can flip the switch, I guess, and then it gives you that format rather than the the Super 8 format. How are they going to do that? Is that going to be an anamorphic squeeze, or are they just going to crop out I think top it'll and be bottom? a crop. I think, yeah, so they'll probably basically, I think they'll have to make it, I don't know if that would be like a, I'm trying to think as far as perf, if that would be like a half perf or something. on Because I'm thinking about, because you can change the aspect ratio on 35 millimeter yeah. by the number of perfs you have in it. Right. Um. So it's got to be something akin to that, you yeah. know, of how it's actually running through the camera. Yeah, and I'm sure the frames will be handled differently. Where I mean, it, you get a crop, but mm-hmm. then you also have the film that runs through, so you might get a little they bit would, longer. They would on have it, to maybe? do something yeah. with the way that the actual like 
Because in a motion picture film camera, it's a gate that opens yeah. and closes. That's the shutter. Yeah. So that would be what changes what area is exposed. You're right. Um, so it would have to be something inside the camera with actually changing the way that the gate is used. Yeah. Um, and if they can do that in that small of a camera, that'd be pretty cool. Because yeah. that's usually something you'd only see like on like an area or something along yep. those lines of a camera. Yeah. So, I, I mean, from what I'm seeing, it looks like it'll be very well designed. But, you know, again, so niche that I think they're having some internal struggle struggles going, you know, how do we make this affordable where people are actually going to buy this? Sure. I think that's I think that's really the bulk of the struggle with this is investors now going, look, we like this. How are you going to sell it? And I think that's where they're kind of hitting that that wall yeah so, totally i don't know but <clears throat> all of this all this motion picture talk is making me think about still maybe sometime picking up a lomo kino yeah like the ones that they shoot on a regular roll of 35 millimeter yep. film i don't know how many like maybe it's got to be less than a minute of footage on there or something yeah. it's super short because yeah. it's like you know however many feet a 36 roll uh, exposure roll is i think it was like four seconds yeah so it's it's really short yeah but it could be fun. I mean, the, the film will be relatively cheap. You can process just in a mini lab or at yeah. home, scan it yourself, and then just you throw can it make all together. Some epic gifts. Out yeah, of it. right, man. For sure. <laughs> well, cool. So that could be fun. Yeah. So, um, so since we're talking about some video and stuff like that, I guess we can kind of jump into talking about some of our ideas for 2019. Um, kind of the end of eight, 2018 was kind of like my little uh preview or i guess kind of dipping my toe into the water as far as like how to do video and stuff i mean you did go to the beach at one point oh, so hey! look at that yeah well done well played thank sir. you thank you <laughs> uh totally walked right into that one the beach like the ocean when you were there yeah okay yeah. you gotta be careful <laughs> hey hey trip over one of the the, the driftwood man you get really hurt especially it's before sunrise yeah it was uh creepy out it there. was it was fun anyway so so now that everybody listening has a good case of the heebie-jeebies <laughs> um video video so uh yeah so i dipped my toe into the uh into the water with video and um so you did a uh you did kind of like a couple of vlog style like you yeah. know hey here's what i'm doing i'm going out shooting i'm doing this thing yeah and uh, the feedback has been great um, and people are saying, oh, you, you know, maybe if you do this, like the cut, color grading and everything is like, that is all new to me because like, you know, people I'm reading YouTube video or watching YouTube videos going, oh, you need to do it in S log two and all this stuff. And so I'm configuring my, my video settings based on like all these recommendations. And then I get it and I got the super flat profile as we were talking earlier. And then I'm just like, okay, well, let me check out this light. Let so, me check out that LUT. And, oh, hey, look, Peter McKinnon has a whole LUT pack. Let me try this one. And then I'm going, oh, my God, this is this is complex. Uh, haven't you learned about uh, reading comments? Yeah. What has uh, been my biggest takeaway from any of this, but Bill? See, but, so here's the thing. The, the, like, the people that have been commenting have been putting some great feedback. Like, they're not mean. They're like, hey, I, uh, you're doing an awesome job. Um, here's a, uh, a recommendation that they're making and, and that I'm totally receptive. I am totally okay with 
that kind of feedback. But if somebody came back and was like, oh, my God, this is total garbage. Well, I mean, if you would unblock me, I would. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, you still have access to the Facebook group. Yeah, for now. Yeah. Um, But no, it really, I've been, it's a very different process. I'm learning a lot. I'm actually enjoying it. Uh, oh, good on you. Learning. I yeah, think yeah. If I didn't like it, I wouldn't continue it. You know, I, I would find some kind of other means of how to execute it. But I'm I'm really happy with, you know, hey, I know this isn't my best work, um, and this is just going to get better and better and better. I mean, hell, look look at this podcast, right? You know, go back to episode one. I don't go back to episode one. Please yeah, don't. please, please, please don't, don't go back to episode we, one. We don't talk about episode one through five. We was don't talk that, about Was those. it that many episodes that we had? It started getting better with KEH. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We started hanging out in this blanket fort we got going on right now. Yeah. So to give it people an idea, back on episode one, we had four snowball microphones that are USB hooked up and then i had this dumb program that would allow multiple channels of microphones and then there was like all kinds of feedback and like uh it was just really bad like the just testing it all out it just did not work i mean i think we did one episode beforehand that has not aired whatsoever because the audio is just complete basura um but whoa uh, getting bilingual here yes so but we do have a bilingual demographic i mean yeah, yeah, I mean, you know. Anyway, um, so, um, so yeah, I mean, looking at like episode one through five, and 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 looking back at like some of our recent stuff and comparing the two, they're like night and day, you know. And I can fly through um, editing an audio file now, like super, super quick. And, and the big takeaway here, Bill, is that we haven't gotten any worse. So that's really been. Uh, that's kind of been my litmus is uh Fair let's enough. just let's just not be any more more terrible. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so that's my goal for 2019. Uh we're going to do more videos. I want to include more of the community, um specifically some of the big companies that are very influential um in the community. I'm I'm reaching out to several of them on what we can do to, you know, kind of really get this community fired up about shooting film because it's just getting better and better and better. The market is growing continuously. And I mean, yeah, the new films still haven't stopped showing up. It's just seeing you think there's probably going to be a break in it. Then Lomography comes out with some new, like their, was they they call them the Kino films? Yeah. The new Kino. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, there seems, I, this is just wild speculation, but I would be very surprised if, um, Kodak Professional didn't resurrect another film stock sometime soon. You know, I, I get that feeling from them. We're we're going to see them uh, this weekend. I'm really going to turn up the pressure on them as far as like, what, what's your plan for 2019? So, Tim, if you're listening to this, I got my eye on you. Uh, so. Kodachrome. And uh, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Get out. <laughs> you're fired. Uh, and Tim, if you are listening to this, I... We'll do my best to keep Bill away from you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you know, I completely agree. I think we'll at least I, I I'm in agreement with M on. I think we will expect some kind of 120 in Ectochrome. Oh uh, yeah, by the end of this year. I mean, it's been sure. so successful. Yeah, uh, I mean, 
I, anything that I throw up about Ectochrome still today, mm-hmm. like still gets tons of views and stuff like that. I mean, it's just like people want to know more and then about there this is, film. Sorry, Kevin, the one guy who's like, bring back Kodachrome. <laughs> I'm fine with that. He's a, it, it seems he's a video guy. It's it's acceptable. No, uh, yeah. I mean, I watched that movie. It was on what is it? Netflix. Yeah, it was a good, movie. A good yeah. movie. I'm always down for some Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. I enjoy him. I cried a little bit at the end. That's fine. But you ju- should. But just the end. Just, just the end. Just the end. Yeah. Because Ed Harris is my favorite guy. Man, he's he's a total badass. Anyway, um, you should watch the uh, the Jackson Pollock uh, film. Where he oh plays. Yeah. yeah, he plays Pollock in it. Yeah, he does a right. really good job. Because again, he's kind of a like belligerent drunk, and yes. it's a really good role for him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, so yes, um, I agree. I now think- that you've been tuning into the Ed Harris podcast, <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, we're already this this year's not looking too good bill i'm sorry <laughs> for us <laughs> for us it's not looking great yet. no anyway this year is looking very promising indeed yeah uh yeah i mean what's what what were what, what some of your goals for 2019 what, oh what, man what do you got down coming along dude honestly my only real goal for 2019 is to get back into uh printing in the dark room mm. i've been saying for the last Jeez, honestly, I've been since wanting. We've been doing this. Stuff, yeah, since we've been doing this thing. If you do yeah. listen to that first episode, I'm sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been saying it for years. Honestly, since I graduated from college, that I've been wanting to get back and print in the dark room. Yeah. Um, I develop black and white at home still, but don't have any space for that uh, in larger mm-hmm. setup. So I have some. Uh, and I said this, jeez, I said this earlier in 2018 that I had some free time coming up and that I was going to nope. use it. Yeah. And then people wanted to hire me for things. Dang it. Dang um, it, dude. Making money. Right? So, but I don't know. I do have, unless things change, I um, have some open, uh, I have some a lot of open time this spring or coming up before this spring. Like, yeah. um, I don't have much in the way of like weddings or anything until really into April. So yeah. I'm going to try to. Try to use that time because I have yeah. a, geez, last couple of days, um, I took a break from editing some client stuff and just started trying to get caught up on my negative organization backlog. Yeah. And just filled up like two binders in a couple of hours. And it's, uh, I got a butt ton of black and white film that I am dying to get in optically print. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's really my only thing is trying to do that and maybe get actually find a uh, good outlet for uh, my uh, getting more of my landscape work out into the world. I, I, and I also completely forgot. It's a little bit after eight and I promised people we do a little bit of an Instagram live. So oh, I'm do that. Crap. Um, so hold on one second. All right. So that's Bill over there. So we are, we are now live. We're actually in the middle of uh, recording the episode right now, guys. So, so all kinds of inceptioning. Happening. Yes. Oh my God. People are actually joining. Well, really? Yeah. I'm like, so quick, sorry. Turn it off. Yeah. Look, hold on, hold on a second. Uh, here. Hey guys. Uh, uh, oh snap live. Yes. Um, yeah, we're, uh, we're rambling about things and all this audio is probably going to get cut. So there's that. Yes. Hey, Andre, <laughs> uh, Mike. Oh my gosh. This, I'm, now I'm instantly regretting this. you good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, Hey, and Jessica joined. Hey, Jess. As in uh, your wife, Jessica? Yes. Hey, look at her well, being supportive. tabs on me. The good. <laughs> Someone's got to. So uh, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Hold on a second. Can you reverse the camera? Either that or like, you know, Kevin could just like film it for us. Ooh. You know, he is a videographer. All right. So uh, 
We're not going to be responding to pretty much any of those comments. So uh, <laughs> thanks for showing up, guys. Yes. So uh, if you wanted some genuine interaction on this, that's not what we're here for. Yes. Yeah. So uh, totally off track now. Uh, we are trying here. to get back into talking about uh, our goals for 2019. So you were talking about uh, um, getting in the dark room. Dark room. Yeah. Yes. So actually making some optical prints from the ridiculous amount of negatives I've been accruing over the yeah. last few years. I have uh, running out of shelf space for all my negative binders right now. Yeah. It makes me very happy to have them like nice and chronological. But and you can see it's it's actually been fun just looking at it. Like yeah. from 2015, I think like 2016 were like maybe two or three binders a year. And then yeah. 2017 it was like five. Was it really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and 2018, I'm still not done going going through all the 2018s yet. So, wow. Um, yeah, I'm gonna need a uh, need a bigger house just to put all my negatives in. That's funny. It, you know, there's there's some truth to that because I know when I was. Uh, man, I'm really having a hard time concentrating. <laughs> right? that we're, There's we're a live. thing right the there. watching us. People are, and now what that's... What are you doing? Why? I don't know. And we're, they can see inside our blanket fort is really yes. the... Oh, by the way. Welcome, this is the blanket fort. This, yes. So, so there this are is, some comments. Yes. yes excellent. Yes. About so, the blanket fort? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Good. Love yes. the soundproof shipping blanket. Yes. It works well. It works incredibly well. Yes. So... And uh, then again, it's really just making me feel like we're in a blanket for it. Yeah. Like, Steven is a uh, Canadian and I'm an American. So I uh, maybe old Fort Niagara. Sure. Just don't try to, just don't try to invade. You know how that turned out. <laughs> you guys apologize for it. Well, that's fine. We still beat you, but you know, that's beside the point. We don't talk about that. Gentlemen. No, you, I'm Gentlemen. sure you don't. <laughs> and I'm sorry for your jealousies. <laughs> anyway, we'll just build a wall. Yeah, anyway, that's fine. So <laughs> if anybody's going to need a wall, it's going to be the Canadians. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, um, so um, no, that uh, you bring up a very good point. Um, like I've been trying to um, organize my uh, archival stuff, dude. Um, it's a it's if you get behind the ball on that, man, it's it's daunting. It is, um, especially I got to scan through them too. Like I mean, I've been just doing like putting it on the light table, take a picture of it, and I'm like. Yeah, and you know, that hasn't really caught my eye. Sure. And then if I do see something, I'm like, okay, that seems interesting. Let me go ahead and scan it in or something along those lines. Um, but yeah, I'm really behind, like, probably from Niagara on up. I mean, like, I got a half a year's worth of stuff that I just need to really organize and Jess is getting on to me about it. She's like, "Yeah, there's film everywhere. Can you please <laughs> just clean it up at least? You know, and that's so, why I have it at least like contained to my office. Yeah. So. No, it's like spilling out like the cats are playing with it now. Oh, no, no, I'm my, just kidding. I was going to say my cat knows. <laughs> Bob knows not to uh, mess with that action. But <laughs> so but um, yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah, I think or getting organized uh, for me is a really big one, um, uh, at least on I feel like a less cluttered space, you know, is kind of represents like a cluttered mind, I guess, or a cluttered, cluttered space is a cluttered mind. So I just really needed to just kind of get all that uh, out of the way so I can edit video and stuff like that. I was trying to come up with like a witty response to that, but I think my mind might be too cluttered at the moment. Fair too, enough. So. So fair enough. Yeah. Um, this is really weird. Hey guys, I know. how's it going <laughs> now? And now that I've like broken that, that, is it the third wall or the fourth wall? 
Fourth wall. Fourth wall. <laughs> now that I've broken the fourth wall <laughs> and even talking about whether it's the third or fourth. So what is the third wall? If like the fourth wall is referring to the audience, what is the third wall? The three walls are the different oh, the, sides of the room. The one you don't see is, is the fourth, the fourth yeah. wall. Ah. Or in this case, it's really just the two of our blanket fort. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. I'm going to reference that as the much as possible. amazing orange cast on our faces. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Um, at least it's not like as... When we had it like going all the way around, it was super intimate and yes. always uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> that that should be... Could that be like our tagline? Super intimate and always uncomfortable? uncomfortable? Yeah. All right, cool. So. All We're right. going to put that on a t-shirt, maybe Hashtag a mouse it. pad. We're going to just like sell um, anything that is like outdated swag. So like mouse pads, um, those like kind of cheap plastic travel mugs, like the ones that you'd see from like a gas station oh in the early two thousands. Yeah, that's really gonna be our niche of uh, of uh, you know any kind of uh, studio C forty one yes merchandise yes. So is, well, that's another thing that uh, funny you mentioned that uh, that is something that I really want to focus on. Uh, I do want to bring in some merch uh, so people, you can spend your money. <laughs> Are you looking at our live story oh on your gosh. phone? Because I kind of want to do that, too. Hey, oh Studio God. C41's live. Oh I'm no. looking at me, looking at my phone, and it's freaking weird. I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting all of this out. This is the uh, Peter Jackson... Uh, extended cut edition so no you uh, yeah i really don't know if um I, this i just won't be able to edit this out no you're not gonna be able to edit any of this out no this is going to be our um this is going to be our opus our masterpiece of just rambling crap you and the awesome words opus yeah thanks yeah i'm learning like uh, ah, i appreciate it yeah anyway so um yeah, I think um, I'm just going to go ahead and wrap it up with this. I cannot do this oh, episode. So um, <laughs> so everybody that has joined, uh, thank you guys uh, for joining and seeing this. I don't know. How long has it been? Five minutes of oh, nonsense? That has felt like an eternity, really. Yes. yes. I don't remember what time was like before this. I probably shouldn't read the comments. <laughs> Don't read the comments. I won't. Pro I probably. You can read it for me. Oh, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to read those. Okay, we'll have to. Figure, well, he read them. All right. Yeah. Are so, they bad? No. No. Oh, okay. Cool. They did like the Canadian Wall. Okay. Yeah. I no. mean, seriously. <laughs> that was good. Seriously. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up and uh, keep an eye out. Uh, I want to say Sunday. Uh, you'll see this episode drop, and uh, it will be severely edited. So, peace. And, and what else is happening this weekend? Oh, yeah, this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. so we are going to be... Oh, crap, it's back on me. Um, so, yeah, this weekend we are um, getting together again with our friends from Kodak Professional Film. And yes. uh, Bill and I are getting to lead two photo walks um, on Sunday and Monday at Imaging USA, which they are both full and sold out. There's so, a waiting list. There's a waiting list. So if you are going to be here in Atlanta for imaging, um, talking to the live people now, because this isn't going to do anything on the recording Sunday night. Um, but if you are going to be here on Sunday and want to get in, get on the waiting list. We can't guarantee anything, but uh, it's going to be fun anyway. Come hang out. There's a free trade show. You can get your badges online. Um, do you register before you come, though? Yeah, You need to do that. You need a badge to get in. But yeah. Kodak has a booth there. It's going to be uh, a good time. I've heard talk of a giant film canister that may or may not contain Tim Ryugo. But no. I mean, that would be awesome if it was actually. I don't think there's any kind of film canister costume. Okay. But if 
you can put that on a person, we're going to put it on Tim. Yes. So he would do an amazing job. Yeah, he really would. So anyway, that's happening this weekend. And um I am crazy excited. It's gonna be a ton of fun. The film walk that we got to do with Kodak last year at Imaging in Nashville was hands down the highlight of the entire weekend yeah. for me. So um it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um gonna see some familiar faces, hopefully people who maybe are listening to this right now and did not cancel their tickets after watching this. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's happening this weekend. Um, I don't know if we'll, I don't think we're going to doing live or there'll probably be some stuff in stories. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to hop on the stories and, um, uh, maybe, I don't know. I might just do like a surprise meetup at the convention, like nothing formal, just to like, you know, quick meet and greet or something like that for anybody who wants to kind of hang out. Please talk. bring eight by tens of yourself and just <laughs> sign them and just hand them out to random people. Uh, no. Ah, dang it. No, never. Can I give if I give you some, will you do that? No. All right. <laughs> Maybe in 2020. We'll see about that. All right. We'll see what the next year holds. And quick question. What's your favorite expired film? What's my favorite expired film? Oh, yep. that's a good one. Okay. My favorite expired film is Konica Minolta Centuria uh, Pro 400. Uh, it is freaking beautiful, and I am having a hard time finding any more of it. Um, I bought up as much as I could. I've only found it in 220. Um, and it's all from this really weird period of time after Konica and Minolta merged before they got out of making cameras and film. So it was only made for like maybe less than like five, 10 years. And I love it. You overexpose it like a couple of stops and it looks really, really great. Except I got like four boxes of it from Thailand that were all water damaged and they all have this really funky effect on them. But it looks really cool if you're wanting to like just embrace something being weird i've shot some cool. stuff if you look back on my instagram feed at stephen wallace photo um a few uh can't plug your own <laughs> website dude i'm plugging I'm my kidding. own social media anyway but i've got some examples of that um if you want you can message me i can send you some or uh bill you can even like post some of mine on there yeah. from that if you want or anything Sweet. too so that is my favorite expired film um if you see any and you want to send it to me that'd be awesome or give it a shot yourself but uh yeah that's that's such a lot of fun bill um, you know, I found a roll of Superior 1600, um, that was expired by about five years and it actually turned out very warm. Uh, so I overexposed it by a spot, uh, stop and it came out awesome. Like the grain was still good. Nice. The colors shifted a little bit. It was shifted to almost like a, a yellow. Um, so it almost kind of had like a Kodak feel, but it was like really punchy. Okay. Um, really liked it. And actually there's apparently some kind of falling out there that, uh, people sit on their superior 1600 for like five years before they actually I, use you it. were talking about like people yeah. doing that with pro 400 age. Yes. Like really liking expire, like aged 400 age more than the yeah. fresh stuff. Yeah. So that, that's my, my go-to film. So for expired, but I, I don't have any more. That was, that was fun. Were there any other like good random questions that you saw, Kevin? No, that was it. That okay, was it. cool. All, All right. right. So, cool. uh, though, hey, I will say to not answer that question directly, my least favorite expired film is uh, <laughs> any kind of expired slide film. Um, that bugs the crap out of me because exposing yeah. it well is never going to go um the way that you want it. 100 vs i mean i actually really love that one picture i took a mountain rainier it took a some picture thanks man um it took a lot of work in post to actually get it the yeah. way i wanted it but yeah if slide film is even expired slide film was even less forgiving than fresh slide film yeah for sure 
All right, guys. Well, uh, that is it for uh, this Instagram live. Uh, this will be more. We'll do more of these. I promise. And do we uh, have to? Yeah, maybe. All right. Uh, that's so, fine. Uh, thanks, guys, for joining, and uh, we'll see you later. Peace. That was so weird. That was super weird. But thanks for uh, thanks for being our cameraman. Yeah, that was totally like <laughs> unintended. <laughs> so anyway, yes. Um, are we done now? Uh, I, I think. Uh, well, we kind of already talked about uh, the the photo walk. Yeah. That so we're gonna I don't know anything. Uh, anything you want to add, or that I didn't ramble over? Um, no. Um, I'm I'm going to use the time very wisely. I know that there's going to be um, some other film labs who are going to be there. Um, oh, as far promoting. as like at the uh, the trade show, the expo. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to do a lot of networking with them. And yeah. I, I know really want to get them on the show. I know the guys from um, Indie Film Lab specifically isn't going to be there, but Indie mm. Print print companies right, yeah. so i mean that they'll probably be like josh Motes and those guys yeah. again and i i've wanted to get josh on for a while just because he and i can get some good banter going um yeah. and i am clearly a fan of that yeah well i'm gonna turn the heat up on them because i really want to know who this new company is coming out with this new film scanner oh yeah that's right uh so they they teased everybody they got secrets it. they got secrets and they're not telling anybody yeah that's not cool. but um there's some other cool labs and companies <laughs> that, i mean like miller's is gonna be yeah. there um, even though they don't like they do they do offer some film processing they don't yeah. like really show it at this kind of thing yeah. but uh yeah there's gonna be film toaster is there yep. i don't know if you saw that mm-hmm. so um yeah there's gonna be our friends from kh i'm gonna go yep. you know bug brent for like a lens uh cleaning cloth or something at some point yeah they're, they're, i'm looking at their swag here and uh, it's pretty awesome yeah so uh maybe so. i'll figure out like uh Maybe I can bug him for one of those because I saw the whole process of them getting made. Yeah. So we'll see. Cool. We'll see right. what happens. But uh, yeah. So, of course, Kodak Professional, um, Shootproof, who I will plug because they are here local in Atlanta. Yep. I use them for my gallery software and they've been pretty fantastic. And uh, also, you know, they currently employ my wife. So there's that. Hey, um, hey but, you know, it's going to be a good time. Um, awesome. If you do catch any of this and come out on Monday or Tuesday, if you're a local here in Atlanta or... Yep. Keep an eye out. It's going to be back in Nashville again next year oh, in 2020. Yeah, okay, they're going back sweet. to Nashville. So um, we'll go hang out and uh, slip on some ice and eat some hot chicken. And some water slides. Some water. Uh, there, I forget there's water slides there. No, they weren't open yet. Oh, yeah, that's right. They were working not, on them. Yes, they were working on them. That's, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, Kevin, uh, you have any plans? I know you, uh, you're taking more of a uh role here and kind of just i'm kind of pushing you a little bit more was the role a pun for film yeah i'm just waiting to execute something we've got we've brainstormed so much and we've got so many ideas and hopefully we get some bites and yeah i think that's really i've got a couple projects with the the peach state guys that we're gonna do um, some funny stuff and things like that uh and then yeah Let's see if we can yeah. make some good video. Yeah, uh, this this weekend we are going to be shooting some video. Um, yeah, no, the, the video, uh, tons of ideas. To be clear and transparent, I am trying to partner with uh, uh, big organizations that help us put this content on. So um, that that is something that I want to be clear with you guys that, you know, we this stuff does cost money and and so we're we're reaching out to help get funding to get this done and we we've looked at you know patreon and stuff like that and 
Um, you know, we're still kind of weighing those options out, but you know, I just want to be transparent to you guys, uh, as far as what we have planned. So yeah, we, we, we do look at wanting to do some promotional stuff. So just be aware of that. So, um, well, I think, uh, that's going to be a short one for this one, but, uh, we're going to do a video follow up, uh, hopefully, um, no, I'm just kidding. We're, we're definitely, Wait, gonna be, we're doing a video on the photo walk and the convention and all that stuff. So that will most likely follow up right after this podcast. So, uh, if you haven't yet, please guys, uh, subscribe on YouTube. I'll drop a link in the, uh, uh, description or the show notes here, uh, subscribe. It really will help us out. We're trying to get to that magic number of 1000. Um, so that really will, uh, help us, uh, get, to uh, make a little bit of money on this so that we can put some awesome content together. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's it for this episode. Um, oh, I did have, uh, I did reach out. I said, hey, uh, like to get some questions answered. So it's not it for this episode, is no, it? No, no, I forgot one thing. So um, uh, Mark Schneider, uh, somebody that we previously interviewed on the show, asked, um, uh, what is the average air velocity of an unladen swallow? African or European? Well, you know, I did look that up and I completely lost that number right off the top of my head. So, Mark, I'm sorry. You're just going to have to Google that one. So, And I honestly can't answer that question without being him being more specific. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Pretty ambiguous. But can they carry coconuts? Is really the question. Ooh, that's really question. the question. But we that need wasn't to ask. In the question that he asked. No, so. it's not. But I think it's the question that needs to be asked. Fair enough. Okay. All right. So um, that is it for this episode, guys. And uh, we will see you on the next one. Until then, shoot some film. Dang, Dang it. it. Dang it. Dang it. All right, here we go. Hey, everybody. This is Bill Manning. And no, I did it wrong again. (laughs) No. All right. You're leaving this all in, right? No. Oh, please don't cut this part. No, I don't. We should be more more approachable at the start of this. I really hate saying my name first because it's not about me. Well, that's fine. But like, if it's not about you, then we can leave this little like, you know, session of of B-roll. That's that's (sighs) true. Yeah, I don't know. You I don't mean, have, you don't have to leave this in here at 2019 all. first gaff people right off the bat. People don't want to hear this. Okay. But yeah. they might. I don't know. Someone might. I don't know if anybody's going to hear this. No, they, they've already given up. Okay, so. that's fine. All right. So, I'm going home. All right. Good night.